It's your boy Dreams from the Notorious Mass Effect, and I'm here to let you know you're holding yourself back. Like this show and want to make your own? Let me tell you about Anchor. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Now, you can even add songs from Spotify directly to your episodes. The possibilities are endless for what you can create. Whether it's music analysis or your own radio show or something that the world's never even heard before, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you. So it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership for the newbies out there. <laughs> it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Let me say that again for the people in the back. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started so you can start affecting the masses. And remember your boy Dreams believed in you before you even started your show. So please don't switch up on me. Remember me when you make it to the top. That's all I ask. Now, if you clicked on this wanting a Don Tolliver Life of Don album review, you will be sadly mistaken as this is specifically titled Don Tolliver and Travis Scott. So we're gonna be talking about how they are just making music together in a way that's really affecting the masses. And I say that because Travis Scott is on Don Tolliver's new album, not once, but twice. And that's just because, I mean, Travis Scott, obviously, well, for some people they don't know, but Travis Scott has a sub-label called Cactus Jack, I believe. And Don Tolliver is one of the premier artists on that label. So, of course, it would make sense for Travis Scott to be on there twice, as the more sales Don as the more Don Tolliver's Life of Don sells, the, the more Travis Scott profits. So, but, I mean, Don Tolliver is a Houston rapper, so it makes sense why they will pair up and eventually add him to his label. But at the same time, whenever you're making music, it's not always gonna click. Like just cause somebody's around your own town doesn't mean that y'all gonna make the best music ever together because y'all live near each other. But basically, my theory off of this, well, I don't know if I wanna get to my theory yet, but but Don Tolliver, like, you know when Drake, I, I mean, I know it's, people will be like, why are you talking about Drake all the time? You know, it's like a whole joke about like, talking about Drake every two seconds but you know Drake is literally the highest selling rapper in the game so it's hard not to compare things to him so but you know when Aubrey the goat of course put out if you're reading this is too late and every everybody in the mama came out and was like this is like fire and then it, it eventually came out that Quentin Miller was the one that pinned a lot of the tracks even laid reference tracks for some of the tracks that made well I want to say most of the tracks that made that album if not all of them like Quentin Miller had a huge hand in making that and a lot of people say The Weeknd had a huge imprint on Take Care because they were saying that whatever The Weeknd didn't use he gave to Drake not like completely just gave him a full song but basically gave him ideas melody wise to use for take care 
and you kind of hear that and take care as some of the melodies some of the melodies that he uses is some of the melodies that the weekend used to use back in his day when i say back in his day i mean like when he was making tracks like often and putting out the albums of, of the trilogy now where am i getting at with this i believe that don toliver is 100 percent writing for travis scott i'm not saying that travis scott isn't writing anything but the way that don toliver raps not exactly like travis scott but it's it feels like the penmanship for travis scott and don toliver is exactly the same if that makes sense like it doesn't seem like there's it, it, it's like you know let me use a different artist you know when future and juice world did a collab album you could obviously tell those those are two different styles with their own ways of of getting their verse across with don toliver and travis scott there is literally no separation between the delivery the flows even well the cadence is definitely different but that's because of the engineer and the way the voice like literally sounds you know i mean obviously people are going to sound well sound different when they come out the womb like than other humans so that's the only separation between these two and how they deliver the verses so i'm thinking don toliver's been in the background writing for travis scott for who know how long being a ghostwriter and then now he's getting his shine as an artist and travis scott is just paying his dues because it's no way you can tell me that don toliver just picked up on all travis scott taught him that fast like he he's had to have that before and i'm not saying it is like a knock i'm literally saying it as i believe don toliver's talent wise and his penmanship is a lot more than he may be getting credit for and that's just my theory i'm not basing this off of anything i didn't hear anything i don't even know if people would say anything if they did hear don toliver wrote for travis scott because you know the last time somebody tried to out a huge mega star for having the ghost rider and then go so well and ended up killing his career i'm talking about meek mandela by the way i'm sorry i just had to i had to say a name i i didn't want you to guess on who it was and be wrong like i'm specifically talking about meek mandela because for meek mill when he when he went at the goat of course and say he had ghost riders he had receipts he had audio files to back it up everybody's like whoa Drake, you're not writing your raps? And then Drake came out and was like, yeah, I had a little help, but I'm still writing my raps, like most of them. And everybody was like, oh, okay, Meek Mill, you're hating, uh, tra you're trash, everything like that. They started trying to kill his career. Now, if somebody comes out and is like, Travis Scott doesn't even write his own raps, he uses Don Tolliver and pulls up receipts and audio files like Meek Mill did for the GOAT, I don't think it would play out the same way. I think people will say, well, Travis Scott's not really a lyricist. He's more of a melodies type artist where he works with different cadences and vocal inflections, not as a singer, just as, should I even say vocal? 
Should I say vocal inflections or vocal effects? <laughs> like, that's really what Travis Scott be, messes with for the most part. The vocal effects is something that he tweaks to a T. And even his engineers, when they're making beats, it's overall to fit the vibe of the melody that he's creating. Either it's Travis Scott fitting in the vibe that the engineer created or the engineer creating the vibe that Travis Scott created. But I'm pretty sure... The engineer creates the vibe for the album nine times out of ten. Because they're the ones making the beats that people are going to hear, you know? I mean, what megastar you think is going to put out a acapella album and sell over 100,000? It's not going to happen. So, with the actual accusation, if somebody came out and said, Travis Scott has a ghostwriter and had a lot of proof. I don't think anybody would care. I think people would care less than Drake because Drake already took the brunt of that. I mean, he even spoke on that again on Certified Lover Boy. I forget what he said. I think he said it was casting me off all that Casper the Ghost while y'all finding all of the loopholes. Basically saying that y'all killing him for Ghost Riders, but y'all are using all type of crazy tactics to try to get your brand on the higher level, which, I mean, I don't think there's anything wrong with that unless it's, unless it's like, intentionally try to destroy someone else. I don't think there's anything wrong with trying to find loopholes to build yourself, so. But, yeah, with Don Tolliver and Travis Scott, their dynamic is definitely something to keep an eye out for, as for right now, I wouldn't be surprised if they actually, if, if this album does well, and when I say well for Don Tolliver, this isn't an album review, so I'm just going to touch on it and get off of that, because I definitely have an album review coming for this for this artist for my episode, so, but for, for Don Tolliver to actually keep going in his career, I think he needs a either a collab tape with somebody popular or a collab tape with Travis Scott. But the Travis Scott thing may be a more far-fetched because they already have a bunch of songs together. So I don't know if that'll actually happen. So yeah, that's what I just really wanted to talk about the whole Don Tolliver, Travis Scott dynamic. So click my link tree in my bio. Make sure to rate this five stars on Apple Podcasts. And let me know, what do you think of Don Tolliver as an artist? And what do you think of Don Tolliver, maybe, of, of my theory of Don Tolliver being a ghostwriter for Travis Scott?